Digital Marketing Radio, episode 149. Generating business leads through mobile live streaming. DigitalMarketingRadio.com I'm David Bain and this is Digital Marketing Radio. Weekly interviews with online marketing gurus. Catch up with all the previous episodes at DigitalMarketingRadio.com The big interview with David Bain I'm joined today by a man who's a presenter, a producer and a trainer for a world-renowned broadcasting corporation. He's also the author of a few books, including one on how to use the live streaming platform Periscope. Welcome to DMR, Peter Stewart. David, it's great to be here. And uh, yes, that uh, well-known British broadcasting company. uh, Let me tell you about that. I'm not allowed to say (laughs) who I work for, but uh, boy, oh boy, you try and work it out. It's not that difficult. Okay, okay. We'll we'll, we'll have a little think about it. (laughs) Now, you can also, um, certainly in the future, find you over at petestewart.co.uk. When's that going to go live, Pete? You know what? I've been spending so much time on the day job, so much time writing my book on how to do Periscope. The uh, uh, the, uh, the the website has gone a little bit by the board, uh, it has to be said. So or what I usually say is brilliant book, rubbish website. So uh, <laughs> we'll give you we'll, we'll I'll give you the address uh, a little bit later on for the uh, for, for the website as it is at the moment. But uh, yeah, let, let's, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm putting my time and effort into the book rather than the website at the moment. Well, we're recording this live on Blab on the 4th of April. The actual audio podcast will go out in about four weeks time or so. So um might the website be right? Okay, cross-fingered there, cross-fingered. We'll see, we'll see. Um, but um, Periscope seems to be your main focus at the moment. Why Periscope? Absolutely. So why Periscope indeed? Let me give you a little bit uh, about my uh, about my background, uh, David. So uh, I've been uh, 25 years as a, uh, as a, I know I don't look old enough, do I? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, as, <laughs> as a broadcaster, that's uh, radio and TV. Uh, in uh, commercial radio and uh, TV and also for a public service broadcasting company here in the United Kingdom. Um, in producing and presenting uh, journalism, uh, interviewing, uh, background research, uh, in ma- managerial roles, all, all sorts of things right across the board. And in fact, um, over the, uh, over the, the the, the previous 20, 25 years, I've written uh, a few books on on how to do um, all, all of the above, the, the writing, the reading, you know, for, for, for radio and TV, uh, the broadcasting, uh, the kind of the works behind it, you know, how to set up a show, how to structure a, a TV or radio show, that kind of thing, how to present all of those kinds of things. And uh, was also working as a as a trainer uh, for the company that I'm with uh, at the moment, going around the country, training people face to face in all of these kinds of techniques, and going abroad and doing it as well. So let's go back a year, and uh, there I was at home, and I was following the fantastic MojoCon. Uh, sidebar here: MojoCon is a fantastic event in Dublin. It's happening again in about three weeks' time, uh, which is mobile journalism, which is all about uh, recording audio and video on your phone when you're a journalist when you're out and about. So, as you can see, that kind of piqued mm. my interest. And then, in the middle of this, people started talking about Periscope and and and, and live streaming. And then I got to hear about Meerkat as well. Mm. Uh, and I thought, well, hold on, this is really interesting, because what I've been doing as a broadcaster professionally, now everyone can do themselves for the price of a mobile phone, which essentially people have got already and a little bit of data. 
And it really got my interest. And I thought, well, this is fantastic. What I can do here is 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 help people, um, the, the amateurs, and I don't mean that rudely in any way, shape or form, get to grips with this new live streaming platform, this new series of apps, and, and, and help them with my experience of what how I've been doing it kind of professionally, uh, and, and, and help them you know, step onto this particular platform. So that's why I decided to uh, to get involved and to see how it worked. And it's a well, it's been a, a tremendous and fantastic journey, hasn't it? Since uh, um, Periscope came out, what just over a year ago? It did. It did. Um, uh, you know, at the time of talking, its first anniversary, its first birthday was last week. Actually, absolutely, yes, indeed, yeah, yeah. Wow, and and yeah. since then, you know, it's just come on in leaps and bounds. There's been a couple of threats. Uh, but um, it seemed to have um, overcome some of those, but a few more threats around the corner, which we may uh, touch on perhaps a little bit later on. I mean, yes, I've written the world's first book on how to do Periscope, but 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 since then I've realised actually what with, uh, well, yeah, Facebook Live coming on, for example, YouTube Connect, not far around the corner. These are going to be the three really, really big players over the next, uh, certainly over the next 12 to 18 months. I'm sure a lot will happen over the next year or so, and um, it'll be intriguing to do a little, SWOT analysis um, on Periscope um, later on there. Um, but um, one of the topics that we're going to be focusing on is whether or not um, mobile live streaming can actually be a really effective medium for driving leads. And um, is that something that you are finding particularly effective at the moment? Well, of course, I'm not actually in in business myself. Uh, mm. I mean, I suppose the, the business, what I'm trying to do is just trying to engage, to help, inspire, coach, guide, train, whatever you want to call it, uh, people with uh, with live streaming techniques. And the company that I'm working for is is, is looking more and more into um, in, in, into live streaming for what it's doing. And uh, so, so I have been doing some live streams for, it's ridiculous, isn't it, for for the company that I work for, pst, it's the BBC. Okay, and I have done some. I have done some live streams for them as, as as well. So I'm not actually selling anything, but I'm kind of looking at it from a from a slightly different angle, um, which is uh, perhaps a little bit kind of standing aside, watching very much how other people are using live streaming and then seeing how we can use it, particularly in a news environment and an entertainment. Uh, environment, which is a little bit different from selling, but it's using perhaps those selling techniques without going in for the hard sell, if you see what I mean. So it's kind of using it in a slightly different way. So what specific brands would you say are using live streaming really effectively at the moment? You know what, there have been so many of them over over the last uh, over the last year. I was looking, in fact, I've got some I've got some notes here. And earlier on today, I was uh, printing off um, some of the uh, some of the brands that were uh, using it recently, if I can find my notes, and some real luxury car businesses have been using it recently. Uh, like, uh, and can I find that? Here they are. They're down here. Here they are. So, uh, Nissan USA have been using it. Also, Jaguar USA have been using it, uh, and uh, and some other really big, uh, interesting companies. I know Bentley have been using it as well. Um, and what they've been doing things like is uh, showing around the, the inside of some of their luxury cars, okay. uh, taking people on trips inside the cars. Uh, one of the companies that I just mentioned uh, hired a, a tunnel and uh, raced through it at high speed, streaming all the way what they were doing. What you've got to remember with something like live streaming is you've got to play to the advantages. Number one live you know the clues in the title isn't it mm. you know there's there's not much doing not much point doing something on a live streaming app which 
actually, you might as well have done, you know, recording a, um, a video and putting it up on YouTube. Uh, you know, if it's going to be better that way, do it that way, you know, for yeah, heaven's yeah. sake. But play to the strengths of live streaming. So something that's live, something that can be interactive, something that can reach a worldwide audience, something that you can build a relationship with, uh, building in a bit of movement as well, that perhaps you wouldn't be able to do if you are uh, recording something in a, in a, in a static uh, set studio uh, and then uh, and then editing it and, and putting it up on YouTube. That has its advantages, not knocking that as well. I'm a big fan of of produced video as well. And certainly I'm, I'm working in, in, in radio at the moment and, and, and seeing how radio can produce live streams, yes, but also recorded videos and editing those, perhaps out on a news story or out an event that we're at, an outside broadcast or inside the radio studio, and putting that up on something like Facebook, as well as using something potentially in the future like Facebook Live. So play to the strengths of live video. It's live. You've got... uh, um, uh, You're able to interact. You're able to integrate with some of the platforms it's already on, build to the... You know, run to the strength that it's on, on, on Twitter, for example. It can be mobile. A lot of people, and I'm kind of guilty of this as well when I do my periscopes. So my periscopes are very often uh, doing kind of training periscopes about how to use periscope. It's kind of eating <laughs> itself here a little bit, isn't it? But inevitably, I will do something that looks a little bit like we've got here going on on Blab at the moment, talking to a screen, talking to a, uh, to a, a, a phone. But of course, the great strength of something like periscope, Meerkat in the past, Facebook uh, Live in the future, and so on. It's actually taking your phone. It's a mobile phone, for heaven's sake. Take it out and about. Have a little bit of movement, um, wh- whether it's going up the street or it's going around the company or it's showing the, the front uh, the front office or it's you know showing people what they can't usually see. So, as I say, play to the strengths. But um, should a business periscope or live stream reflect obviously the business itself and the products themselves or is it okay just to focus on the personality and focus on people having fun and it's not necessarily directly related to what that business does you know what i think it's a little bit of both i think it's a little bit of both i think that if you're going to be using something like periscope to go in for the hard sell immediately and just go on and treat it like a uh uh, I was going to say a sillet bang advert, but you know what I mean in the UK. So mm. that's a very in-your-face, loud and shouty advert on the TV, someone selling surface cleaner. If, if you're going to do that on, on, on Periscope, you're just, going to, you're just going to annoy people. It's just going to be too much in their, in, in their face. L- let me give you another example. Um, let's, let's twist this around another way. Maybe you're a, uh, r- running a small um, plumbing business or a DIY store or something like that. Wouldn't it be fantastic if you were on live stream every week and you were showing people on your live stream how to do some basic jobs around the house? So, for example, changing a tap washer, yeah, mm. changing a fuse in a plug, um, uh, or, or, or things like that, but put, putting up a shelf, yeah? Okay. Yeah. You're building that relationship with people. And then when they want the, the washer, when they want a bit of advice, when they actually want to buy a new set of taps or something like that, they know where to go to. They've already got yes. that relationship with you. You know, it's that, <laughs> uh, ironically, it's that drip, drip effect, talking about yes, plumbing. Yeah. I, I love that because you're building that level of trust there as well. Absolutely. And you don't even have to have that 
sales focus, that call to action at all, because you're talking about things in relation to your business, you know, then people, when something does happen to their washing machine or whatever they need to get fixed in their house, they'll think, aha, I remember this person, they'll be trustworthy, I'll give them the call. Absolutely. I know that person. I like the cut of their jib. I like how they look. They have helped me in the past. I found their their stuff of interest. They've given away stuff for free. You know, that's really where it starts, as I'm sure you've spoken about many times on your podcast before. Giving away stuff for free, being friendly, being nice, building that know, like and trust factor to begin with, and then reaping the benefits a little bit further on down the line. Uh, that's not sneaky. That's friendly. That's helpful. Um, that's um, that, that, that's being a, a, a good business person and a, big com- a good communicator and working well, perhaps with your local community, whether it be a geographic community or a wider uh, community of you know sphere of sphere of interest community. So, what about bigger businesses that might have concerns about what some of their stuff their staff might do or say? on their behalf online and they're very nervous about giving people permission to live stream online. Is it right for bigger businesses to let their staff do these kind of things online? You know what? We've, we've had that discussion where, where I am as well. And, and, and the dis- discussion has gone something along the lines of, um, uh, uh, should we let someone uh, live on a live stream? Well, hold on. What, what, what else have we done? We, we we let them actually go on the radio and open up a microphone and say what they want to say, pretty much. Mm. And we because we've trained them and we've guided them and they, we, we've sent them on presentation courses and we've sent them on legal courses. And perhaps we'll touch about the, some of the legalities of live streaming a little yeah, bit later wow. on. So, of course, yeah, we we trust them because we've 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 built that in. We, we've given them the guidance and, and we are confident and they are confident that that. Uh, we know what they are going to be doing. We trust them to take out a company car, for example. We trust them with thousands of pounds. Worth of... What I'm saying is help, guide, explain, inspire. But, of course, if you're not going to let anyone in your business you know, do these kinds of things, then you're just going to be left behind, aren't you? You've, I think you've got to give people a little bit of uh, uh, leeway um, once you have built in that 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 training to uh, to give them that, um, that 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 background and that confidence. But when you talked about the legalities of um, live streaming, you're talking about the terms and conditions that you sign up to before you can actually use a service, or you're talking about um, the the rules that you have to comply with within whichever national territory you do business. Yeah, you know what? I mean, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I have trained people in some basic uh, broadcast law and so on, uh, contempt and defamation and copyright rules. And you know what? Some of those actually come into live streaming. But so many people aren't aware. I could get onto uh, my Periscope uh, in, and, and, and within five minutes, I'm going to find someone who is um, sitting in their bedroom uh, playing along to the latest uh, Rhiannon hit or, or Rihanna hit or something like that or, yeah. or playing a classic from the Beatles um, or, or, or doing a little bit of karaoke. And, and, and they're breaking copyright rules, obviously. Yeah. You try and upload a video onto YouTube with a bit of background music and they're going to notice that automatically and they're not going to let you post it very often. Um, yeah. So... Uh, I could also get on and I'll see people streaming uh, movies, streaming films, uh, streaming stuff from from sporting events, uh, 
streaming things from a, from, from TV. So, so those kinds of issues. People thinking that uh, it's a free country. Um, I can go on and I can say whatever I like about whatever I like uh, and whoever I like. Well, you know what? You can't. Obviously, the rules, the regulations, the laws, uh, defamation and things like that are different from from, uh, country to country, region to region, state to state in some cases. But essentially, you've got to be really careful about things like copyright and about uh, and about defamation and copyright. As I say, that could be music. It could be logos. It could be essentially. I always think to myself, why are people strumming along to um, yesterday? Uh, on their guitar and putting it on their stream. Why are people showing a stream of an NFL football match? Well, the reason is they're doing that is because they want to get more viewers. Yeah, mm. they, they want to get more more viewers for, for themselves. Well, if they're doing that for themselves, then actually think that that maybe the person that created that content should be getting the viewers or the money or the sets of eyeballs or the sets of ears or whatever it happens to be that that you're getting yourself. It's only fair. They created that content. Absolutely. It used to be the same a few years ago with lyrics of songs being posted on different websites and then wrapping adverts around that and then people making revenue from that. And that's surely a breach of copyright. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, a lot of people are getting away with it. A lot of people will always get away with it. But uh, there have been some instances where uh, lawyers have come down like a ton of bricks on on, on some people. And, um, you know, after all, you know, wise up, man up, create a bit of your own original content and do it that way. And then you'll be safe. So where do you find people watching you online? Is it directly through the Periscope app on their iPhones, their Android phones? Is it online or is it perhaps on replay afterwards somewhere else? So, yes, you can watch uh, obviously through the Periscope app. If you're watching through the Periscope app, then only then are you able to actually interact. You can Mm. post those messages. You can send the hearts and things like that. That's really useful, of course, for a broadcaster because then what they're able to do is to go back and to uh, see exactly who was watching and uh, uh, using some some other uh, external uh, software and external websites, they can see who was watching, how many hearts they sent, how long they watched for, when they came in, when they left. And those kind of uh, metrics are really, really useful uh, to see uh, all of those different bits of information. You can start then start planning your periscope, your show, your structure a little bit more strategically. Um, they can also watch through as you say, through the uh, through through the website, that's a little bit more difficult. And again, they can't interact either. Mm. Uh, and uh, if they watch through the Twitter feed, then they can't interact either there. So um, really, you want more and more people to be actually watching through the Periscope app. Uh, interestingly, Kane von Beckpour, the uh, CEO of uh, Periscope, said, yeah, there's going to be closer integration, he said in the, in the last week between Periscope and his parent company, Twitter, mm. but they're never actually going to merge completely. It's always going to be a Periscope and Twitter, which are kind of linked in that way. Strikes me as a little bit of a shame because I think using the word Periscope kind of puts people off a bit because, oh, gosh, another app. I don't get that. They went along the same lines as Facebook. Yeah, it's for the text, is for the recorded video, is for the pictures, and now you can do Facebook Live which is the live video, 
that that makes it sound much more integrated, doesn't it? And easier for for people to to understand. But if they're thinking, what is Periscope? And I can watch Periscope through Twitter, right? How do I? But I can't interact unless I download the Periscope. That's getting a bit complicated, isn't it? It's perhaps Twitter's thinking at the moment. But um, even six months is a very long time online, and Twitter have been struggling a little bit financially and strategically. Um, so they will, I would think, make a few changes with regards to perhaps even tweets themselves or replies or the type of content that you can post. So I, I, th- I would think it's likely that Twitter may look very different in a couple of years' time than it does at the moment. Um, if it does indeed look um, anything like um, a service that it offers at the moment, I would think there's even a, a small chance that Google could purchase Twitter at some point over the next couple of years. But that's just purely, uh, purely speculation on, on, on my part, of course. But in terms of actually the republishing of videos, do you think it's a good idea to actually upload every podcast, uh, every, every, every Periscope broadcast to YouTube, for instance, afterwards? I'm not sure about uploading all of them, and I'm not sure about uploading them all of them to YouTube. Right. Uh, let's, uh, let's let's take that apart. So, some of your periscopes, frankly, are just not going to work because it's live, it's raw, it's in the moment, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, some of them, you know, you're just going to be a little bit duff for whatever reason. You know, you're not you're not in the zone yourself. You're not getting good feedback. What you started off as a good idea uh, didn't actually kind of work out very well. Um, YouTube, do you want to spoil your brand by putting everything up there? Um, possibly not. Um, however, it's certainly a good idea to keep, I think, a copy of all of yours. Now, what you can do is you can subscribe for free to a great service called Catch uh, with a K, K-A-T-C-H. So it's, that's another uh, website, catch.me, which does catch all of your videos. And from there, you can then download them, you can upload them, you can edit them, you can share them, you can pr- you can do all sorts of things um, through uh, well, once you've done that. And you just sign up once, you don't have to do it, it's, it's done automatically after that. Uh, and, and of course, it, as, as we're doing at the moment, we're doing the video, we're taking the audio, you're reversioning, you're repurposing. And of course, that's the point if, if you're going to be doing a fantastic uh, Periscope. Because you're moving out and about and because you're using it to perhaps show behind the scenes, some things aren't going to work for audio. Some things aren't going to work if you if you just strip that out or for a, a transcript. But the, the more use you can get out of something, frankly, obviously, the the more kind of time that you're that the, the you're that you're saving but um... yes i think there has to be a primary focus for a piece of content i mean as a primary piece of content i view this as an audio podcast it's on video and we're having a great discussion and if you're watching live and reading comments then that can perhaps add additional layers or value on top of that but um, I don't want to do anything that would distract from the experience of consuming this as an audio podcast by referring to um, a PowerPoint or something like that as well. So I, th- I think, you know, it, it, it's great to be able to syndicate to many places, but um, you have to produce a high quality piece of content now that um, people are, are going to like and not get frustrated because they can't um, see everything that's going on. Absolutely, yes, yes. But you know, there, there are so many fantastic uses of of, of Periscope that uh, mm. that you can use, or or, or other live streamings, uh, showing people behind the scenes, um, demonstrations and tutorials. Uh, Cisco say that people are 144% more likely to buy a product if they've actually seen a demonstration of it. 
Well, that kind of stands to reason. You go on Amazon and you're looking at a product and, you know, there's a picture of it. But if you actually see the video of it on the Amazon page, you know, now, ah, right, I see how it works. I see how big it is. I see how easy it is to use. I see how, uh, how, how loud it is or how quiet it is or whatever, how easy the buttons are to operate, that kind of thing. When you're in a DIY store and you have someone there actually doing a demonstration of the latest mop or something, they're not daft. People are more likely to be buying those when they've actually seen a demonstration of it than, you know, 20 of them sitting on a on a shelf, um, tours and behind the scenes have been really, really good. One of the uh, one of the first big brands, if you like, to, to to get onto Periscope in the really early days was the British Museum, um, and they had the uh, uh, the history guy uh, Dan Snow um, talking uh, around and walking around one of their latest exhibitions of, of statues at the British Museum, uh, explaining things, you know, after hours, they had some great lighting. Uh, they had a steady cam for the, for the, for the phone. They had a remote mic for him. So he showed around, then he took questions. He interviewed the curator and all sorts of things. That was really, really good. Um, uh, it doesn't obviously have to be um, that kind of professional. Uh, you can just do it with a with a phone and a stand and a clip on mic if you want, or, or, or none of them. Just hold the phone and and, and talk into the uh, talk into the uh, in, in, into the mic. Those two kind of extremes. People have gone underwater. They've gone up in hot air balloons. They've uh, shown festivals and fiestas. As far as business goes, though, to show people kind of behind the scenes from your 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 product from uh, when it's being um, thought about to when it's actually being uh, sold uh, and and the completion asking people perhaps for advice or you know what color should it be do you think it should be this design or that design um, all of those kinds of things show people the conveyor belt the actual line having for example because periscopes we mentioned it a few moments ago because they only last for twenty four hours. Uh, to have some kind of of uh, sales technique perhaps built into your periscope, maybe a code word or a sales code or something like that that people use within that 24 hours, you won't be able to get it afterwards, uh, that they can actually get some money off. They can perhaps maybe come to your store. If they're coming to your store, make sure that you put on your uh, tick the location part of the, of, of the app before you go live, and then you're going to get people who are going to be watching you in your geographical area. So if you are that local DIY store that I mentioned a few moments ago, then you're going to have more likely to, to have people watching you in the immediate locality. They're going to come along to you because you're going to show up on the map as well. So using all of these kind of tricks of, 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 of ideas of uh, what you can do to, to, to help um, – create uh, a slightly different show something that uh, that actually promotes your expertise your experience your personality well i think there was a, a few great gold nuggets in there you might have a um, a few listeners um, rewinding back a couple of minutes and re-listening to that bit certainly i remember um you mentioning about the opportunity to actually get behind the scenes and actually see product development and perhaps even give customers or or, or people who are subscribed to uh, periscope uh, the opportunity to actually make decisions with regards to product development so that's um is 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 very very exciting so yeah and 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 training and courses and and so on i've i've got a friend that runs a uh, a hair salon and uh, she's been doing some um some pre-recorded edited video 
And and I said, well, hold on, why don't, why don't we be doing some some periscopes here? Because if you do some periscopes for your immediate area, people are likely to it may only just be a handful of people originally, but um, to actually show people how to put up their hair for a for a Friday night out, or to to do some uh, how, how to perhaps comb or brush their hair properly, how to wash their hair properly, they, all these. Kind of, kind of thing sound really basic. How to do a messy bun. No idea what a messy bun is, but I know <laughs> she was talking about it. And those kinds of things, that's not detracting. That's not going to take away from your income, but it's going to heighten the uh, the publicity for your for your salon. It's going to build a relationship with people and they're going to love the fact that you're giving ideas away for free. And uh, you know they're more likely to uh, either if they're looking to change their salon to come to you because they've they've heard about you or, or walking up the street and see the a board outside come oh yeah i've heard of them i've heard of number 40 salon i'm going to be going uh th- there instead um it, it's these someone had a fantastic what what they did was they had um they had two um periscope channels they had two periscope names mm. and they were teaching people how to play the guitar okay and they had a couple of tripods and one per well, one of the um one of the feeds was uh was on the left hand and one of the feeds was on the right hand so you could choose what feed you're going to watch depending on what particular part of playing the, the guitar you were most interested in things like teachers is another fantastic idea teachers have been using this for homework and for revision just imagine right kids you're off for the next month in in you know in four or five weeks times your exams start i won't see you between now and then that's what happened david when you or i were at school now what happens is you know every tuesday night at 10 o'clock uh, the teacher can come on Periscope, uh, can can give another update. Right, okay, these are the bullet points from you know Henry VIII and his wives. Um, that these are this is what you need to know about Mill on the Floss or Shakespeare or whatever it happens to be. Any questions? These are some revision uh, techniques and some tips. Something else. I'll leave you. I'll talk about one, one, one more. Sure. And, and and that is. A lot of people, you've probably seen this yourself, either at a conference and some of the marketing and business conferences that you've been at, or maybe you've watched some periscopes of people that uh, have been periscoping from conferences. What do they do? Oh, all of my all of my fran- fans, all of my friends would love to see this guy who's standing up on stage or this woman who's 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 got a fantastic presentation. By the way, sidebar, that presentation, you know, they've sweated blood blood and tears over writing that up so they're probably not going to welcome you periscoping it and giving it Mm. away for free to people who haven't even bought a ticket and neither were the organizers of that conference because of course they're losing out as well but anyway put that to one side for a moment so they're holding up their phone for this half hour uh, presentation and after a while well first of all you know their arm gets a little bit tired so, so 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 the the picture starts to get a little bit wobbly. Uh, and anyway, they're about five rows back or 25 rows back. So people can't actually, what, what's that slide? I can't see it. I'm watching on Periscope. I can't see it. Uh, the sound is awful as well. Because how, how on earth is a little mic here at the end of a, an iPhone going to be picking up the guy that's on stage, even without the Tannoy speakers? No, no, no. You're doing it all wrong. What you need to do is to give added value. And what that means is, when you are going along to your conference, talk to your friends, your family, your followers um, about what you're hoping to get out of it. 
Speak to some some of the other delegates about what they're hoping to get out of it. See whether you can speak to an organiser and interview them. See if you can show behind the scenes. Give some of your own thoughts and feedback, um, you know, from from the notes that you've taken, uh, because obviously you can't take notes if you're holding up your phone for that half-hour speech and presentation. Um, what, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What, what's, what's your takeaway from what you've just heard? It's going to be of much greater value to the people that are following you than just trying to work out what the guy on the stage, you know, 20 rows in front of you is saying. Um, you, you've got to think of something a little bit different from what everyone else is doing, a little bit better, more added value. Yes, yeah, uh, loads of wonderful advice there. So thank you so much for sharing that all. I didn't want to stop you because um, you <laughs> Sorry, were adding I'm so, so much about all value. This. That was great. Well, coming up, we're going to be learning about the one piece of software that Pete couldn't live without. But first of all, I'd just like to say that I've been getting quite a few appreciative uh, tweets recently, and it's always wonderful here to hear from you. But um, if you're listening to this um, show using the podcast app on your iPhone, I'd really appreciate if you could pause the show for two minutes and add a rating and review. This really helps to raise the ranking of the show on iTunes and it helps other people to find it. So that's really important. So if that's you, here's what um, you can do after you pause the episode. Bear in mind that it's not that logical. So first of all, um, although you've already subscribed to the show, hit the search button to the bottom right hand side of the podcast app. Click on that and then search again for Digital Marketing Radio and click on the podcast tab to the top right hand side again and select Digital Marketing Radio. And after that, you'll see three further tabs, details, reviews and related. Click on reviews and you'll see the option to write a review. I know it's a bit of a hassle, but I'd really appreciate if you do this and it would mean a lot. And it may just have a really big impact on helping others to discover digital marketing radio in iTunes. So in anticipation, thank you very much and your help is really appreciated. But let's segue into the second section of our discussion and that focuses more on Pete's thoughts on where digital marketing in general has been and where it's heading. So starting off with... Software I couldn't live without. So Pete, what software do you currently use in your own business or um, with regards to probably clients or businesses that you talk to that if someone took away from you it would significantly impact your marketing success so in the in the world that i am in of of, of media it's uh it, it is inevitably facebook and twitter and periscope isn't it you know the three mm. uh, big uh, giants um there's, there's so some... do you use a social media um dashboard to actually manage that then at all uh, absolutely. Uh, so TweetDeck, uh, Hootsuite on occasion, but uh, and also we've got some some separate ones which have been uh, put together by uh, the BBC internally, which help right. us do that, which help us uh, filter a lot of the uh, a lot of the tweets and a lot of the Facebook comments that are coming into the in, into the organisation, coming into that particular show or coming into that particular radio or TV uh, station. So so obviously that helps filter. Um, a, a lot of those comments and helps us send out as well what we want to at the right time. So we've got three or four different uh, kind of apps, if you like, which have just been um, um, created in-house. 
it's always um, great for uh, the guest, and uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit frustrating for the for the listener when there's um, um, these are uh, you know platforms that are developed in house by big enterprises, and only you have access to them. But uh, I guess that's what you get sometimes from working in big organisations. Absolutely, it's a huge organisation, and perhaps you know what they may uh, they may decide to make a little bit of money. Um, <laughs> they, may, they may need to make a little bit more money uh, in the future by, uh, by 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 selling it on. But uh, you never know. It depends what happens with the license fee. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I mean, th- those are the th- those are the big beasts, uh, inevitably. Uh, mm. But uh, I- I'm a bit frustrated that uh, TweetDeck is not on uh, is not on my iPhone. That's uh, that's a great shame. But um, Hootsuite is, uh, is is okay. But I, I prefer TweetDeck usually. But so some of the other apps that uh, I-, I also um, use. I mean, um, uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier on about recording video um and, and and radio has has got this thing about you know trying to be more visual so so creating more more video to be that thumb stopper um mm. you know when people are scrolling up and down their their twitter timeline and video is obviously doing it now um so so creating pre-recorded video is uh, is very important so i mean inevitably iMovie a couple of others uh, cameo and splice are pretty up there as well obviously it makes more sense if the video is going to work um without people having to tap through and listen to the commentary which they may not want to do especially if they're commuting and that kind of thing they want everyone to to hear what what it is they're watching if that makes sense so some of the apps that we're using uh, gravy is good for uh, for putting text on 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 video and uh a bdo that there are so many different uh different apps that just do something slightly different when it's and what's a bdo for so bdo is 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 really clever um let's say you are showing a a scene this is a pre-recorded video of course so you're showing a scene of something and uh maybe someone walks across the screen or maybe you want to identify one particular item as you pan the camera around so if you use the bdo app what you can do is you can attach a bit of text to the point in the video where that person is so that person is walking up to the camera and then across the camera and that bit of text will travel with them so you can say who it is yeah which is really really well i'm gonna say it's particularly useful but it's eye-catching it Mm. can be quite handy it's a little bit creative you don't want to do it overdo it all of all of the time what you do have to do is to use that before you then put it back into iMovie and iMovie has so many different parts to it it, it's kind of got almost everything there but sometimes you just need to use a few other apps before you 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 put it back into that to actually edit you know the final uh, the final cut but bdo is pretty good um well, you've, you've, you've given some great recommendations there but i'd like to ask a slightly more challenging question and that is what piece of software don't you use but you've heard good things about and you intend to try at some point you know, you know what i was i'm embarrassed to say that I, I have not got on board the Snapchat yet, and I know I should. <laughs> is I'm that not, an embarrassment? Yeah. Some people are saying that you know that is the uh, well, it's, it, you know, we, I kind of alluded to it earlier on, didn't I? When I said Facebook and Twitter and Periscope, mm. you know, those are, you know, Snapchat is 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 right up there as well. Of course, it is, and yeah, 
I was in the day. How many are there? I've only got 24. I don't know whether you've managed to to find any more, David, un, you know, around the back of the couch. Or, but, you know, I, I can't <laughs> find any more. And it's just a matter of, you know, what. And also sometimes you're, you can be a little late to the party, can't you? And you kind of think, oh, you know, can I get on board now or shall I not? But, yeah, Snapchat is, uh, is something I've got to get to grips with. It really is. I, th- I think now a days it's more about actually doing it uh, to a high standard and you're obviously doing that on periscope you're thinking about things beforehand you're trying to do things differently compared with other people out there and perhaps if you can do the same with snapchat and i'm sure you can then perhaps there's an opportunity there for you so it's not necessarily too late but it's just not doing samey samey is it yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes when you're looking at these uh, the, these other apps, you can think, well, hold on. Well, that's a that's a kind of I don't know an, an audio app, for example, like Anchor. Well, hold on. How can I perhaps use some of the things that Anchor are doing in 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 Twitter? Or how can I uh, mm. y- use it? They've only got two minutes audio track in Anchor. Well, maybe Periscopes would work better if they were only two minutes. You know, you can kind of cross-fertilise those ideas from platform to platform, and sometimes that's really handy. Yes, absolutely. I haven't experimented with Anchor, really. I've, I've used Clamour a, a bit as well, and that's a, um, a 30 seconds of audio that um, you can take and um, use as, as, as part of a tweet. And it's, it's I guess, using uh, tools that have mass appeal as well, and that's... Um, a decent chunk of your prospective audience are likely to actually um, use. I'm just just reading a, a message there by by Roland in the chat saying Snapchat a waste of time. <laughs> One man's waste of time is another man's um, most important social networking tool. Isn't you it? know, I mean, a month ago people were talking about Peach and that that was going to be the next big thing. Perhaps it may be, but I haven't heard anything about Peach for three or four weeks now. So, um, you know, you've got to fish where the fish are, after all, as you quite rightly say. Uh, and you've got to make a bit of a punt. Where are my uh, fans or followers or clients, customers, delegates likely to be in, and in you know, six months' time from now? And that's always a difficult thing. And as yes. you say, to, you know, to, to, to get on, to work out how to use it to do it well and then to look over your shoulder and find that no one's following you it's a bit of a homer doe moment isn't it <laughs> well um i will go through all your recommendations and include links to them in the show notes at digitalmarketingradio.com but moving on to i wish i would have so i'd like you to look back on the very first day that you're involved in trying to market a business online what didn't you do so well what do you wish that you would have done differently well, as I say, I'm really not kind of marketing a, a business per se. Um, mm. I, I, yes, I've got a book to sell, but uh, you know that's uh, perhaps a, a little bit different. It's not a huge. Uh, it's not a huge business. It's not a, a bricks and mortar store. I haven't got a, a whole set of uh, of different uh, different things that I'm trying to sell. So it's um, it's not really marketing. Not really business. I'm I'm just out to you know have a bit of a good time to to see things perhaps from a slightly different point of view, coming from uh, the point of view of of, uh, of working for a company that isn't uh, overtly selling stuff, but perhaps using some of the techniques from people who are selling stuff to uh, uh, to, to, to to work for that kind of news and entertainment uh, business. It's you know sharing and inspiring and and passing on some good kind of uh, case studies and for of what other people are um, are, are doing and using my background and experience to um to help them as they come to grips with um with with live streaming video and audio 
I mean, maybe saying it from another perspective, is there anything that um, you've spent a long time on in terms of um, perhaps producing content or um, even promoting content and then thinking, well, that didn't work. That was just a waste of time completely. <laughs> Um, heck, I've written 400 pages on how to do Periscope. So I'm jolly well hoping that that is uh, one of the big players. Um, of course, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I backed Periscope and not Meerkat. I, I didn't. I, I think I logged on to Meerkat twice. I think so. Uh, mm. uh, that was uh, that was quite good. Obviously, Facebook Live is uh, is with us. Uh, YouTube Connect just around the corner. Um, which one's going to win? I, I think almost inevitably it is going to be uh, Facebook Live. I think that's uh, out of those out of those three. It's it's, um, it's 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 already got the integration. It's got the integration that 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 YouTube won't won't easily have. It's difficult to say, really, isn't it? Because YouTube mm. Connect hasn't actually started. But you know, uh, it depends if YouTube does more with Google Hangouts as well, because Google Hangouts had a lot of promise a couple of years ago, and I, I still use it quite a bit as well. But um, I would certainly love to go to a network that has that interactive capability and that um, gives me that facility to have a discussion with someone instead of it actually just a one-to-many broadcast, which is possibly why I don't love Periscope quite so much is is that um an unfair synopsis of what periscope is about no i, I think you're absolutely right and of course you know we're, we're also uh, recording this on on, on blab as well mm -hmm. which is uh, uh periscope plus if you like we've got the text but also we've got the um uh we, we've got the the voice discussion as well uh, with, uh, with with four people in the room um mm -hmm. You know that's something slightly different. Um, all of these have kind of had their their technical and teething problems, but uh, yeah, we haven't really even mentioned Blab, which is uh, which is also live streaming, of course. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, Blab doesn't have the integration with another social media platform. If you're on Periscope, it's going to be pumped out through Twitter. You're on Facebook Live, it's going out through Facebook. Blab doesn't have that. Uh, can be really difficult to find some content. Uh, YouTube Connect doesn't have anywhere to automatically pump out a message, so it could it could potentially be losing out there. But as I say, that hasn't even launched yet, so I'm sure they uh, the the big brains at YouTube and Google have uh, are working their their way around that particular uh, conundrum. Yes, yeah, uh, Blab's another one where. I'm not sure what will happen over the next year. It will be interesting to see if another big player comes in and wants to make a purchase. Um, so much will happen, and um, I'm just waiting with bated breath to find out to see what that will be. But um, let's move on to... The This or That Round. So this is the quick response round. Ten quick questions. Oh, let me take a, a sip of water before you launch into these. Okay. <laughs> just two rules here. Uh, try not to think about the answer too much. And you're only allowed to say the word both on one occasion. Email or Twitter? Twitter. Audio or video? Video. Affiliates or display advertising? Uh, display. Facebook or Google Plus? Facebook. Online press releases or one-on-one -on -one relations? Oh, one-on-one. Paid search or SEO? SEO. Email contact form or telephone number? Telephone number. Website or app? Ooh, website. Social subscriber or email subscriber? Email. And local marketing or global marketing? Local. Yay! Are you not going to quiz me on any of those? 
that was no bots at all. I normally try and drill into one particular answer a little bit more deeply, uh, depending on what you struggled with. And uh, there was probably a little grill grown before website or app. Um, have you considered um, getting your own app? Is, is that a direction that you might want to move in? I, I don't think that's necessarily a appropriate for me i think I, I was trying to be a little bit sneaky i suppose you know if you've got an app then you're going to have access to a website as well is, is, mm. is i suppose you can leverage third-party apps like you do with periscope you don't necessarily have to have your own one yeah yeah absolutely and, and i was kind of thinking that with um uh you know twitter and uh and and uh email you know you can send lots of tweets which will equal an email uh but you, an email can't kind of replicate Re- replicate a tweet if you see what i mean that was what i was what i was thinking but um maybe yeah yeah i don't know that was tricky that was tricky <laughs> i thought you're going to have in there you know sweet or sour tea or coffee <laughs> well i i am thinking of changing the answer so that must be 149 of exactly the same actually so uh, perhaps i should update them to include uh periscope or blab or something else um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. T- yeah yeah uh, Tell me your feedback, dear listener. If you if you think I should change it, give me a tweet. That would be uh, interesting. Um, but um, yeah, moving on to the ten thousand dollar question. That is, if if I was to give you ten thousand dollars and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on, and how would you measure success? Boy, oh boy, it'd be it'd be. Um, I guess because the only kind of little old business I've got is uh, is, is selling my book would be yeah be, be publicising the book, wouldn't it? And how would I measure that? It'd be it'd be in, in sales and uh, international um, speaking deals at conferences about social media and 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 live streaming. That's what it would be, I guess. <laughs> oh, and also it would be paying someone to do my blimmin' website because I can't. <laughs> Have you been trying to do it yourself? Uh, yes. And you know what? Isn't it fantastic in this uh, life of lives that, uh, you know, all of us have slightly different skills, uh, but mine is not in um, in, in designing websites. But, uh, yes. <laughs> well, everyone's got to focus on their strengths and, and do a wonderful job at that. It's um, It used to be that um, you could probably do most things online yourself. That's because there wasn't so many things to have to do a few years ago, but also, I guess, because the... The, the bar, uh, the level that you had to actually perform at wasn't as high um, back then as, as, as it is now. And, and you can't get away with just having a, a one-page, uh, fairly poor website with a, a few bells and whistles on. Absolutely. And you know what? There, there are some of these you know, self-build websites and you, you, you go in and you think, you know, you, you put together uh, different elements and you put in the different columns or the different colors and so on. And you think, well, that doesn't quite look right, but I don't know why. You know, you follow the guidelines. Technically, it works, mm. but it doesn't actually look right um, because you know you don't necessarily have the background in in design, in in, in typography, in, in in what colors go together, uh, and and that kind of thing. What 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 looks good to the eye, uh, and and that's really difficult. That's where your where the innate perhaps experience and skill uh, actually comes in. Uh, you know, technically, you, you can make the buttons work, but um, if it doesn't look right, people get an uncomfortable feeling when they're watching. It ain't going to work, is it? And also, very quickly, you can find that you take two, three, four days of your time in trying to do that, and actually realizing actually, I could have 
probably paid someone a hundred dollars to do this. How much am I actually paying myself an hour to do this? How much is is my time worth? Yes, mm. yes. Could could I be spending that three days actually earning more than I'd give to somebody else to do it for me and, and without any grief? Yes. It's great to learn a new skill, but there comes a time where you're going, you know what, this this isn't working, this isn't going in, I'm never gonna be a website designer. Let's give it to someone who already is. Exactly. My number one takeaway. Well, Pete, you've offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what's the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement in their own businesses? (sighs) Try it. That's it. Try it. I think that a lot of people are, are are concerned about when it comes to when it comes to live streaming. I think now is a fantastic opportunity to actually get on it. It's, it's not going to go anywhere, as we've said already. You know, three, four big players of uh, of live streaming, and uh, not many people are 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 really involved, are really watching at the moment on on things like Periscope and so on. Now is a really good time to to get on, see how it works, uh, make the mistakes. And, um, and and feel comfortable and to build your niche and to start building a bit of a following uh, before the uh, before the big boys and, and, and millions and millions of other people get on and it becomes a, a, a crowded marketplace. If you decide after, you know, a, a, a couple of dozen that it's not for you, you're not feeling comfortable. And of course, on Periscope, you don't actually have to appear on camera yourself, then then, OK, you've given it you, you've given it a best shot. But um I think a lot of people do feel uncomfortable about uh, appearing um, mm. on screen, um, and, and it's, it's it's not you know a natural thing to, to to watch yourself, to hear yourself, to to, to look back at yourself, and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, but um, it's it's all of those are are the ones that you get under your belt now. All those practice runs, and of course, you know you can rehearse appearing. On, on live stream by by just picking up your camera and doing a a good old pre record on 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 the standard video just to yeah. check your presentation techniques check your 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 gestures your mannerisms your fluency as you can remember what to say and and and, and so on um, before you actually do go live so uh, yeah just just get on and and try um, because uh, you won't know until you've uh, and, and, until you've tried it you know we're talking about live streaming and. Uh, it's uh, it's still pretty in its uh, in its infancy, and um, yeah, get on the horse. And if you're not doing something every day that scares you a little bit, then you're probably not trying to progress quite fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, I reckon that takes us to the end of our discussion today. So, thank you so much for your time and your advice. What's the best way for our audience to find out more about you and what you do? It's been great, David. Thank thank you so much indeed for uh, for, for asking me. Yes, yeah, so uh, a little bit more about me. Well, you can see. If you're watching on Blab, um, you can see my name over my head. But if you're listening to this, of course, you won't be able to. But uh, my name is Peter Stewart, and uh, my Twitter name is at Tweeter Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Uh, my website, as we've alluded to, still being built. I've written a book on how to do Periscope. It's called Up Your Periscope. And for the moment, uh, that's where you can go, upyourperiscope.guru. Is the uh, is 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 where you can find the book. As I said earlier on, brilliant book, rubbish website. The Periscope developers themselves said, Peter, they said you've written more on Periscope than we have, uh, and, <laughs> and someone else said it's the it, it it is the bible on how to do Periscope, and there's all sorts of uh, stuff of interest in there. And if you follow me on 
up your Periscope on Twitter. There's a, a download so you can uh, download for free the kind of contents breakdown so you actually uh, see what you can get. Also, I do a blab um, with a Krishna Day all about live streaming. It's called Live Stream Insiders, and that's on a Sunday night on Blab, 5 p.m. Uh, UK and Dublin time, where we talk about the new live stream apps, about tips and tricks and techniques, about the production, about the presentation, and some fantastic case studies as well. So uh, if you've been inspired, if you um, think to yourself, well, there's, there's, there's obviously a little bit o- on this, and Peter and David have only just kind of scratched the uh, scratched the surface over the, over the last hour, then join us on a, uh, on a Sunday night, 5 p.m. UK time, and uh, we'll bring you uh, bring you much more. But uh, it's, it's been, you know, it's been really fantastic to be part of this show, David. I really appreciate and uh, I'm really grateful that you asked me to be on. And, uh, you know, congratulations on, on doing so many. It's uh, it's uh, fantastic that you're, you, you've got so much to share and inviting people to, uh, to come on and uh, share their background and experience and expertise uh, with you and uh, all, all, your, all your followers, all your listeners, all your viewers. Well, you certainly did that. You shared lots of um, expertise, and um, I'm not good at tire of hosting a show like that. If um, every uh, guest uh, shares so um, so much, so it's it's it's, it's a great uh, show to host. I'm I'm glad I'm doing it, not tiring of it. And by the look of it, by the sound of it, you're not tiring of being passionate about live streaming and Periscope as well. So that's great as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, you've got to try something new every day. Uh, and also, you've got to love what you do as well, haven't you? So, yes. Otherwise, it'll be a dull old life. Thanks to Pete, and thanks to your listener, too. If you enjoyed what Pete shared today, here's how you can help. Go get your friend's iPhone, go to the podcast app, and search for Digital Marketing Radio. Click on the show, and then hit the subscribe button and make them listen, too. Finally, I'm also hosting another live show every Friday called This Week in Organic. So head over to thisweekinorganic.com to find out more about that. But that's all for now. Until we meet again, adios and thanks again for joining us, Pete. Great show. Bye, David. Bye-bye.